As Protestants and Catholics, we worship the same God, we just do it a little differently. For example, Protestants worship God in their Bible studies, fellowship, and spirit-filled services. And Catholics worship God in their beautiful cathedrals, liturgies, and sacred traditions. But that's no reason to behave like prideful little children in the Father's house, fighting over who God loves more, just because we think our way is the best way. For there is no distinction between Jews and Gentiles, and there is no distinction between Protestants and Catholics. The same Lord is Lord of all, and is generous to all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We are all God's children, but the enemy has us distracted and divided against ourselves. Meanwhile, he's destroying our families and robbing our children of their future. We must join forces. Let's stop talking about how we are different and start talking about how we are all the same in our struggles. We are all broken and we all need a savior named Jesus. We like this idea so much we created Broken Catholic, the number one podcast in the world for Protestants and Catholics. Now close your eyes and take a listen as everyday Christians reveal shocking before and after stories of how they resisted or cooperated with God's plan for their life and what happened next. Are you a dad over 40? Are you overeating, over drinking, or failing your family? Brother, if you're overweight watching porn or drinking more than once a week, then listen up. If you're struggling in your marriage or finances, you've lost your power as a man. What's even worse is that other men can smell weakness on you. When a man lacks confidence, he stinks of weakness. People could smell it on him a mile away. People and opportunities will avoid him because he's carrying a deadly disease called powerlessness. Remember back when you used to feel invincible, you were in your power, when you were unstoppable, back when you were the man? But how do you feel now, brother? Are you tired all the time, unmotivated, stressed, worried about the future? So what the heck changed? What happened to you? I'll tell you, you became undisciplined. You've been slipping for years, haven't you? You eat like crap, you half-ass your workouts, your health is slipping, your finances are slipping, your marriage is slipping, your parenting is slipping, your confidence is slipping. A pile of slips leads men to a big fall. How do I know? Because I'm you, brother. You are me, I am you. Brother, you're out of power. I'm in my power. Let me help you get your power back. Apply for our shredded father's brotherhood where husbands, dads, and businessmen over age 40 are getting shredded and staying ripped for life. Go to shreddedfathers.com. Limited spots are available. Brother, your wife and kids are waiting for you to step up and lead them. Brother, wake up. Move. Hi, this is Dr. Scott Hahn, and you're listening to Joseph Warren with Broken Catholic. You're going to enjoy everything you hear. Today, my featured guest is Carlos Rosales, and he's worked in business leadership roles for 35 years. So he knows what it takes to be a successful executive. A certified professional leadership coach and certified process consultant, Carlos has been working with professionals and executives for over a decade, helping them reach new levels of business success and personal fulfillment. It's what we all want, right? Continuing along his life's mission of speaking truth into the lives of business leaders, Carlos wrote his first devotional book, 10X for Christ. That's right, 10X for Christ. Grant Cardone, you got nothing on this. 10X for Christ, based on his own life experience and walk with Christ. He's passionate about sharing the 10X lifestyle and is here today to challenge each of us to live a bolder, more engaging life for Jesus Christ. 
And let's be honest, BC Nation, Broken Catholic Nation, we are scared to fully trust God with our lives. We're scared to be bold. Why? Because we want to be loved and accepted. It's human to be loved and accepted. And we're scared. We're scared that God's going to let us down if we put all our trust in him. Carlos, welcome to you, Broken Catholic. Thank you for being on the show, my friend. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Well, I'm just delighted to be here. Thank you so much, Joseph. It's uh, what an opportunity to share with your, your listeners. And it's a transformational journey. And, and God has come made himself real in my life uh, when I came to Christ in 1978. It's been a journey. And, and as you said, we're going to have uh, doubts. We're going to have setbacks. You know, I believe that when I came to Christ, I would be like Moses coming off the mountaintop in the Ten Commandments, right? Your hair is gray and you have these wonderful stone tablets and your life is going to be perfect. But the reality is it's a daily uh, challenge. It's a daily focus. It's a daily renewing, re renewing as the Bible says. And uh, it's, it's new every morning. So it's exciting to be able to share some of my transformation and the victories that God has given me in him. Uh, by being obedient and listening and trusting. Mm. Carlos, I love what uh, the, the comparison you did there with Moses. And you said, hey, I want to come down from the mountain with, right. where I, with the tablets and I just want to slam some things and throw <laughs> over some tables like Jesus did, right? And, and I get that, right? But then let's remember, the same Moses later on, well, I, sorry, prior to, the same Moses right. prior to was the same man that said, God, you got it wrong. You picked the wrong man. That's right. I'm not, I'm not ready for this calling. I do not have circumcised lips. <laughs> I have right. Right, uncircumcised lips. I have uncut lips, meaning I speak like an idiot. I'm not <laughs> polished. I'm not eloquent. Send someone better. BC That's Nation, right. is that what you've been asking God? Yeah, well, actually, I, I actually had that conversation with God when I got the, the call to write this uh, devotional. Because my first thought was, Lord, you don't have the right guy here. I'm not an author. I, you know, I, I don't see myself doing this. But the thing I've learned more than anything else, Joseph, is when we yield to the Holy Spirit and allow him to work in us, we can accomplish anything. And I don't want to sound like, uh, you know, you can fly to the moon kind of thing. But through the power of the Holy Spirit, you can accomplish so much more than if you do it on your own. Mm, amen to that. With God's power, the moon will come to you, my friend. Amen. <laughs> There's no need to fly anywhere. <laughs> okay, so let's get into your story. Um, but before we do, Carlos, take a minute, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Well, I, I would say that... Um, where I am today is not the person I saw in the past, in the future. So at, at, uh, I'm, I'm 68 years old. And honestly, my vision of my life at this stage in my life was to be a waiter somewhere. And that's how I'd make a living. And so I had a very poor self-concept and I had a lot of self-doubt, but through working with a lot of uh, great people like Zig Ziglar and uh, Brian Tracy, uh, I was able to be transformed, but most of all, just understanding who I am in Christ. So a lot of people see me today and say, that can't be you. I don't believe that. Uh, but I really did feel like Moses. And sometimes I saw myself as less than, um, less than what God called me to be. 
you know, I've struggled with uh, very similar things myself in my personal life and um, just allowing God uh, to raise us up in our brokenness, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to rely on his strength, his power when we right. feel weak, when right. we feel we're not enough. And BC Nation, maybe you're struggling with some of those feelings, those emotions, those lies that you're not worthy, that you're not worth it, um, and that God chose the wrong person. That's but, right. And, and go ahead, Carlos. Comment, if I may, re relating to that, uh, Joseph, there's a little small voice that speaks 2,000 words into our mind every day. And a lot of times it's negative. So once you're there, it doesn't, the battle doesn't stop. You have to keep talking back to that voice and, and talking back with the promises of God and knowing who you are in Christ rather than accepting things like, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough or whatever the case may be. And so it's a constant conversation with you and allowing the Holy Spirit to counter that negativity. Mm, amen to that. Okay, I got to ask because you raised my curiosity. Where'd you get that uh, stat of 2,000 words a day? You know, it was something I read recently, but I, it probably all started with uh, Dennis Waitley's book, Seeds of Greatness. He talks about that uh, in, in, uh, in his book, and he actually called it, this was right when Star Wars was, first came out, and it said of U2, Me2, U2, D2, or whatever that little character R2, was R2D2. That's right. He called it U2, Me2, and that was that little voice. He gave it a name. I got it. Okay, got it. All right. So uh, let's get into your story. I want to hear your spiritual journey. Yeah. We all do, right? Because it gives context. We want to, to see that God calls just regular humans, ordinary people to do extraordinary things so that we can't glorify in ourselves because everyone around us, as you said, looks at us and say, there's no way he, that guy, I remember that guy. There's exactly. no way he can do it. The same way they looked at Jesus himself and said, that guy, he is a carpenter's son. He's right. not a prophet. He's not a son of God. So let's go back into your journey. Um, how, would you, how were you raised as a child, a young boy? Were you raised in a faith uh, tradition, denomination, uh, without faith? Kind of paint us a, a quick picture of uh, your upbringing, please. Well, I think the best way to, to think about it, it was a dysfunctional spiritual family. My mother couldn't figure out where we, supposed to, we were supposed to worship. So I've literally been to every denomination, uh, every type of church you can imagine, whether it be a charismatic, what they called Holy Roller Church or the Mormon Church. I visited them all. So I grew up very confused. But more importantly, I didn't have a church home. There was no place I was familiar with. So it, it left a sort of feeling like, I don't want to go back there kind of thing. I didn't have a yearning to be in fellowship with other believers. And uh, that's something I've really worked very hard to do with my children so they can be at home at a church, uh, feel comfortable in church, never get lost in the church in terms of the, compl the, the complexity of the facility or whatever, but to find a church home. So mine was really very, very strange. Uh, I didn't even uh, give my life to Jesus Christ until 1978, uh, when I finally was able to uh, just listening, listen to his calling. And, and, and it, was, it was changed there. It wasn't always a, an uphill victory, but it was certainly uh, a day-to-day -day walk. What age were you in 1978, if I may ask? Well, I was born in 1951, so... 
27. Okay, so you were 27 years old when you gave your heart to Jesus and your life right. to him. What was the, uh, the, the linchpin that uh, moved you from that old way of being and acting um, into this life of Christ? Well, <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting story, but I had just been fired from a job that I loved. And I was coming out of an affair. I'd been married. And I was working uh, with a buddy of mine that had, had come out of the food business where I'd, I'd been fired out of. And he had gone through a similar transformation. He had come to Christ. He was working in a ministry. And I'll vividly remember, um, he said, Carlos, you've made a mess of your life. When are you going to uh, give Jesus a chance? And so through mm -hmm. tears, through brokenness, I, I gave my life to Christ. And, and it was really interesting because I went to work in that ministry and I felt a lot like John the Baptist when he was taken off into the wilderness, right? Eat locusts and honey, but I was surrounded by seminary students in this ministry. Mm -hmm. So it was a great time for me to kind of restart my life in terms of the, the, uh, the wholesomeness, the, 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 the purity, the spiritual walk that Christ wants for our lives. So it was really neat. And that was in 1978. Thank you for being real and transparent about some of the, uh, let's just say, poor decisions uh, sure. that, that you made in your life. And, you know, I got a, I got stacks, brother, in mine <laughs> and, um, you know, an affair and, and, and other things. And, and man, we just, we really wreck, we really wreck um, the blessings and relationships that God gives us. And yet he's so merciful. Amen. He's Amen. so merciful, right? And and if we just turn back to him and say, Father, right? Like the prodigal son, like I messed up. I'm not worth being your son anymore. Like make me one of the slaves. At least they eat better than I was, <laughs> That's right? right? And and we know that the father in his mercy and generosity um, just welcomes us back as sons, as daughters, Absolutely. no matter how far into the darkness we go as that one lost sheep. Uh, he sends his son, Jesus, to find us, BC Nation. So be found. Stop hiding in the thorns when you hear Jesus calling you. <laughs> All right. So, Carlos, um, walk us through a little more in that. You know, I really liked what you said. I was raised in a spiritually dysfunctional home. Um, I think so many of us can relate to that. And uh, whether it be one denomination or multiple denominations, but really how those, the faith um, in Jesus Christ is presented to us through broken people mm -hmm. who right. come from their own spiritually dysfunctional homes, our parents, and then their parents came from spiritually dysfunctional homes and their parents, right? And you go seven, eight, nine, 10 generations back right. and we run out of blame. That's I right. think, you know, there's no one to blame. It's, hey, this is the human condition. We're all broken. We're all a mess. This is why we need God. This is why I do this show, Broken Catholic, mm -hmm. because I believe we're all broken Catholics in some form or another. And Catholic That's just right. meaning the universal church that That's Jesus right. himself founded, right? And we're not here to divide each other and, and label each other and make each other wrong. We're here to say, I'm broken. You're broken. Hey, what's been working for you? Here's what's been working for me. Maybe I can help. Maybe you can help. And we're both, you know, on this journey to, to heaven, to God. So let's That's do it right. together. So what shows up for you in all of that, that I just shared there, Carlos, I really want to hear your wisdom um, just from your life journey of, of pain and suffering and then redemption. 
Well, I think that there's a, there's a great deal of misunderstanding, uh, at least that's the way I would, I would phrase it, when it comes to your walk with Christ. And it, again, it refers back to that, that you know, the Moses on the mountaintop kind of thing. Your life is transformed. God says we're new creations in Christ. But a lot of that has to do with our own self-belief. And so if you still believe that you are no good or God can't love you, then it's a struggle. Because you say, how can God love me when I don't love myself? So that's part of the reason that um, I wrote 10X for Christ. The whole first 10 weeks deals with forgiveness. And it's really about understanding who we are in Jesus Christ. And once we begin to see ourselves through his eyes instead of our own, then that's when the transformation starts. But what we do is too many times we put God in a box we say, okay, I'm going to go to church on Sunday. I'm going to read the Bible sometimes. But the reality is the rest of the time, I'm still going to operate my life like I've been doing. And that's not what God wants. God wants a total transformation and it starts in our hearts. And once we yield to that, then it can make a difference. Mm. That's so good. And I was just reading the Bible uh, parable today about the seed uh, dropped on different right. types of soils, right? And, and the one that always stands out to me the most is when the seed is dropped on the thorns and the thorns choke it out. And the thorns are the anxieties, worries, concerns of the world, right? And I think that's where 80% of our, us as Christians find ourselves in the world. Um, with worry and, and depression and anxiety and all this stuff. And we, it chokes out the word of God in our life. What advice do you have for listeners right now that find themselves in that 80%? Well, first of all, recognize that when you're in the thorns, you're not by yourself. The Holy Spirit is right there with you. And, and I think the thing we have to do is, is I, I wrote a, a a little piece to some of the men that I ministered to. And I said, you guys, I think sometimes get stuck in the Martha and Mary syndrome. You know, they were saying to Christ, hey, if you had been here, he, my brother wouldn't have died. And when he said to roll the stone away, they said, yeah, but he's going to stink by now. And, and the reality is we're limiting God and what he can do in our lives by our human understanding. So we're blocking the blessing. So I believe that when you're in the thorns, you have to reach out to God. Somebody asked me recently, how do you know God's calling? The only way you're going to know the calling of the master is to know his voice. And that to me is how to get out of the thorns because you're going to be there. God's there with you, but you've got to reach out to him. You've got to take the time and the discipline because it's hard sometimes to pull yourself out. And he doesn't necessarily expect you to do it by yourself. So powerful. Um, this conversation comes up so often with my spiritual coaching clients. And I really like what you said there. We're limiting God. Um, and then we're blocking the blessings that he's trying to give us. Right? Right. And, right. And I say it this way. We, we try to uh, make God in our image and likeness, our Amen. smallness, yeah. our finiteness, rather than realizing it's he's God and we are made in his awesome uh, image and right. likeness. And we're called to do impossible things, right? But the enemy has us feeling small and trapped and, and we can't do it. And we forget that we're sons and daughters of Amen. God of the universe, right? Right. So uh, I, I'm, I, here's where I want you to lean in here. I want practical three top spiritual um, strategies, tips, uh, 
that BC Nation right now in their walk, in their struggle, can implement in their life um, from your book, right? 10X for life, uh, for Christ, sorry, 10X for Christ. And uh, really take those steps from that broken unworthiness, feelings and lies into true belief that God is with them, that they are sons and daughters of him. And just because they can't see it yet, he has an amazing, awesome plan for their life. What are your top three tips? Well, first of all, spiritual uh, yeah, ones? what do you got? I, I, yeah, I think you need to be consistent in your walk in terms of your prayer life. Uh, and, and what I've learned over the years is I don't think God wants us to ask for our dog's health or our kid's safety or those sort of things. I'm not saying those things aren't important. But what he really wants is a sincere heart that's yearning after him. And I think that's where my prayer life has changed over the years. I actually write out my prayers every day. And my focus primarily, I have a good friend of mine that sent me a text that says, how can I pray for you today? I said, you know, the same prayer I've had for years is how do I stay in the center of God's will? How do I know that? And so that's the first step is really having a sincere heart for following him. Secondly, spending time in the word in a good devotional, whether it be the one I've written or others, but you have to be familiar in order to know the Savior, you've got to know his words. And then I think the third thing is that God created us to be in relationships. Somebody said that relationships is the currency of heaven. You have a good support group. Do you have other uh, people in your lives that you can, that can speak truth in your lives, that will hold you accountable, but also lift you up? Uh, when you're going through uh, down times and when you maybe slipped a little bit. And I think those are the things, prayer, being in the word, being in a devotional, and, and, then, and then being in fellowship. Mm. BC Nation, really awesome uh, spiritual wisdom from Carlos Rosales. He's the author of 10X for Christ. Uh, you can find his book and him at 10xforchrist.org. That's spelled the number 10X the number four, Christ.org. And his top three spiritual tips and advice for you today is number one, be consistent in your spiritual walk. You know, uh, I've really learned and it's helped me tremendously is that um, the spiritual walk has ups and downs. Um, There is no like just calm, steady. There's the peaks, there's the valleys, or in in certain denominations, they call it um, the moments of, spiritual consolation where you really feel God's presence and you feel like you're in his calling and then uh, periods of spiritual desolation where you Mm -hmm. feel God is not there with you and and you're not or you're failing in your walk etc when in fact it's not true it's just feelings and emotions and then number two BC Nation Carlos says spend time in God's word on a regular basis that means daily Spend time in God's word. If you want to know the Father, you must know the Son. The Son is the word of God. Amen. And the Son came. Jesus came for two reasons, I believe. One, to save us from our sinfulness. Two, to show us the Father. We forget the number two all the time. And we stop at Jesus and we stop short of the finish line. Jesus came to show us the Father. So if you want to know the Father, spend time with his son, Jesus. He will show you the Father. Number three, Carlos says, stay in godly relationships. 
Stay in godly relationships, fellowship. Why? Because you can't do it alone. That's right. Right? Your faith is not a solo sport. It's not. Success in business, not a solo sport. Any time of any type of success in athletics and professional sports, not a solo sport. Why would you think your faith is different? Your spiritual walk different. It's not a solo sport. So stay in godly relationships. Anything else you want to add to those, Carlos? Those are really powerful. Thank you. No, but I, I, well, you asked for three, so I gave you three, but I think that this kind of gives me an opportunity to talk a little bit about the, uh, with the content of the book is that it's basically broken into five parts. Uh, and the first one, as I mentioned before, it's east to west. It deals with forgiveness and understanding to see ourselves in God's eyes. The second part, though, the second 10 weeks, if you will, every section 10 weeks, is understanding that we're God's chosen, that we are a masterpiece. And how do we start to accept that? Because so many times, it's like Zig Ziglar used to say, if you had a million dollars in the bank, but you didn't know it was there, you couldn't spend it. And we have a relationship. We are the king's kids, right? And yet we act like spiritual paupers most of the time. So number one is forgiveness, understanding who we are and seeing ourselves in Christ's eyes. The second part is masterpiece. And the third section deals with abundance. How do we live that abundance life? And that doesn't mean that you have to be rich. It just has to be, you have to be abundant in joy and hope and peace. Because once you have that, that peace and that, that calmness that surpasses all understanding, everything in your life changes. The, 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 the big challenges and the worries become less because you have a, uh, a relationship with Jesus Christ. Then the, uh, the, the fourth 10-week section has to deal with 10X, how to be a 10Xer, how to, how to walk as a 10Xer, how to, how to boldly go out there and transform lives for other, with other people teaching, learning, growing, that sort of thing. And then finally, the last 10 weeks, it has to do with finishing well, because we all want to hear those words from Christ. It's well done, good and faithful servant. So just to clarify, how many weeks in total is this devotional? It's 52 weeks. One year. Got it. Yes, sir. And it's no start date. So you can start at any time. I love it. I really like the way you broke those down. And I think they're in the right order. They really are. And I agree with you. It all starts with the forgiveness. That's and right. so many of us, and including my own walk, my own journey, I was holding on to unforgiveness. That's right. And I was blocking God's blessings in my life and then complaining he wasn't blessing me. That's right. When I was the bottleneck. Right, right, right. right? And, and, and to remove that bottleneck, you got to let go of the unforgiveness. You got to forgive. And then you got to receive forgiveness. And so many of us will not receive it. Because That's we right. don't feel worthy. That's right. Right? And, right. Exactly. And what I see, Joseph, so many times, people are carrying this, what I call their backpack of junk, right? And, you know, they're thinking, well, but, but, you know, God doesn't understand. He doesn't know this. He doesn't, he can't forgive that. And the reality is it's all done. That's why the, the, the first section is entitled East to West. Because the Bible clearly tells us our sins are that far separated, as far as the East is to the West. And God has forgiven those. And, you know, I, I, I get challenged sometimes when people will say, I'm a sinner. Well, but, but God has told us we're new creations in Christ. We may have a sin nature, but we don't have to carry that badge around like it's a big S on our chest, right? We're new creations in Christ. We're new creations. And 
and, and we need to walk as such. Do you think we walk around as Christians with that spiritual badge of I am a sinner, that false humility, so that we can actually have an excuse to keep sinning? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> what a mind F, huh? <laughs> Wow. That's good. Listen, uh, you know, I have those four sections in 10 X for Christ book that you wrote. Um, the one that just hit me right between the eyes when you said it was, uh, it was the second section. Um, I forgot what you called that one masterpiece. Yes. And, and, and in the masterpiece section you said, and I'm just going to paraphrase what you said, because it's so bleep and powerful BC nation, Carlos Rosales, the author of 10X for Christ is saying to you and I that we have a bank account, mm -hmm. an offshore account That's right. filled with an inheritance, a fortune Amen. Amen. that has been left for us. And we don't even know it. That's right. That's right. We don't even know it. And when mm -hmm. people tell us, hey, did you know that you have this offshore account with this inheritance in it and you don't have to be poor anymore and walk around with your head sunk all the time? Exactly. We actually call them liars yeah. and yeah. say, no, I don't believe you. I'm going to believe the poverty instead, the spiritual right. poverty. And it's like, and we walk around with that badge of honor. Nope. Nope. I'm a sinner. I'm poor. I'm, I'm broken. All that. That's just where I am. It's what I'm meant for. It's all I'm meant for. That smallness, That's when right. your father in heaven is looking down upon all of us and saying, I opened up a bank account in your name. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're my son. You're my That's daughter. Right. Go That's get right. it. That's right. And you don't have to carry the spiritual uh, backpack of junk around right. and then complain, God, why is Christianity so heavy? Why is the spiritual work so walk so heavy? And, and Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are saying, son, put down the backpack. Daughter, put down the backpack. Right. You're free. That's right. That's right? right? But we still walk around with this slavery mindset. Absolutely. All right, Carlos, we got to wrap this show up. This has been powerful. Yep. You really showed up powerfully. Thank you for your time and your commitment to serve my listeners, wherever they are in their spiritual walk. And I'm going to ask you uh, now to join me in what I call the confession round. Okay. This is where I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about three okay. seconds to answer each. They're just for fun. Don't overthink them. Are you ready, sir? Yes, sir. Okay, fantastic. And before we go there, BC Nation, we're speaking with Carlos Rosales. He wrote the book 10X for Christ. It's a devotional journey, a 52-week devotional journey. So if you really want God to transform your life, you got to show up with him. You got to listen to him and put in the work. That's what it looks like. God will do the rest. He'll do the That's healing. Right. He'll do the forgiving. He'll do it all. You got to show up. That's right. All right. So Carlos, let's get into it. 10 quick fire questions. Here we go. What's your favorite thing about God? Compassion is love. What's your least favorite thing? Mm, punishment. <laughs> got Discipline. it. If you could be real and vulnerable with us, even, even though we're men and we hate that word, what are you most afraid of? Not pleasing God. Got it. What did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? <laughs> Chasing girls. <laughs> Chasing girls, bro. Got it. <laughs> Me too. What secret fear do you have about people? Uh, that they're not uh, genuine with me. They're not honest. Got it. 
What do you wish you had learned sooner about God? Just who he is, you know, the, 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 the truth of the, of the word. Hmm. What's a I new habit I, you want to form? A new habit I want to form is um, probably being more consistent in my walk. Uh, I, I'm actually going through a discipleship course for the next two year, few years, and I really need to apply myself to that. Hey, I have a great book recommendation. It's called 10X for Christ. <laughs> I think you should, you should go through it, sir. Okay. Uh, pick, uh, what's a bad habit you want to break? Uh, eating too much sweets. <laughs> Got it. Pick three <laughs> words to describe who you are now. Uh, champion for Christ every day. Got it. Champion for Christ. Love it. Pick three words to describe who you were before you experienced God in your heart. Um, doubting, uh, inadequate, poor. Got it. And last question, Carlos, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and friends in the eye, give them only one piece of advice about all of life and eternity, what would you say to them? That's a great question. I would say, listen to the word, believe in the word, and give your life to Christ as soon as you can. Awesome. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with God versus not? Well, it's a real relationship. And that's the thing I think we think that sometimes because God isn't present in our lives, he doesn't have skin on, so to speak, that we can't have a real genuine relationship. And the reality is we can. We just have to learn to trust the Holy Spirit and allow him to work in us to, to foster that relationship, to bring it alive. Amen to that. And what's the best way for uh, BC Nation to get in touch with you, get your book if they so choose? It's the website. It's www, the number 10, the, act, the letter X, the number four, Christ spelled out, dot org. And there's a special offer on the website for all your listeners. There's an assessment, which is called the 10X assessment. So they can actually answer 10 simple questions and score themselves on how the prepared they are for 10X. Once they answer that and submit the score, they'll get a code that allows them to offer, order, excuse me, one copy of 10X for Christ at 40% off the retail. And they can order right there at the website. So it's 10xforchrist.org. Carlos, thank you for doing that for BC Nation. I appreciate you for that and your generosity. BC Nation, go get your book, 10X for Christ at 10xforchrist.org. And BC Nation, uh, I invite you um, if there's anything you want to speak about in your own spiritual journey, anything you're wrestling with on your own right now, and you don't have um, that, those godly relationships around you. And to Carlos's point, I think fellowship is essential. I also think uh, spiritual coaching is essential, or in some denominations, spiritual direction is essential. You got to have that coach beside you that is really standing, not so much in friendship with you, but more concerned about your spiritual walk than anything else. And they have objectivity. They're able to see what you don't see. And if you just move mm -hmm. your foot a little to the left, your golf swing is going to improve. And so is your spiritual swing. Mm -hmm. So I, I highly recommend if, and I invite you to go to josephwarren.net if you're interested in having that conversation with me. We can jump on face-to-face. -face. Go to josephwarren.net. Uh, Carlos, thank you for being on Broken Catholic, my friend. I wish you God's love, peace, and joy in your life. Thank you, Joseph.
Cheers. Are you a dad over 40? Are you overeating, over drinking, or failing your family? Brother, if you're overweight, watching porn, or drinking more than once a week, then listen up. If you're struggling in your marriage or finances, you've lost your power as a man. What's even worse is that other men can smell weakness on you. When a man lacks confidence, he stinks of weakness. People could smell it on him a mile away. People and opportunities will avoid him because he's carrying a deadly disease called powerlessness. Remember back when you used to feel invincible, you were in your power, when you were unstoppable, back when you were the man? But how do you feel now, brother? Are you tired all the time, unmotivated, stressed, worried about the future? So what the heck changed? What happened to you? I'll tell you, you became undisciplined. You've been slipping for years, haven't you? You eat like crap, you half-ass your workouts, your health is slipping, your finances are slipping, your marriage is slipping, your parenting is slipping, your confidence is slipping. A pile of slips leads men to a big fall. How do I know? Because I'm you, brother. You are me, I am you. Brother, you're out of power. I'm in my power. Let me help you get your power back. Apply for our shredded father's brotherhood where husbands, dads, and businessmen over age 40 are getting shredded and staying ripped for life. Go to shreddedfathers.com. Limited spots are available. Brother, your wife and kids are waiting for you to step up and lead them. Brother, wake up. Move.